This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right. Let me, uh, let me play uh, a quick soundbite, and then we're going to get into our first guest. So, as many of you know, we told we talked about it briefly yesterday. Daniel Snyder, the soon-to-be former owner of the Washington Commandos, has entered into a preliminary agreement to sell the team to Josh Harris, who is part owner of a lot of stuff in sports. Uh, here's Eben Novi Williams, who is a business reporter for Sportico, on the one thing that was absent from the bidding was a competitive process. Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon and the Washington Post, never really got involved. Some people, when this process started, thought Dan could get a number that began with a seven. Uh, and, and he did not, I don't think, get, get the, the, the bidding war that he was hoping when, when this process began. Uh, but I think most people got an idea this was going to be a record number. It was going to be significantly more than what the Broncos sold for. DC is a better market. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a franchise that has, despite Dan's recent work, uh, has a fantastic history. It's one of those kind of blue blood NFL franchises. Uh, and that's really valuable. So for a lot of different reasons, I think we knew this was going to be six or higher and to be totally honest i think you know if, if dan was being totally honest i think he's probably or maybe a little underwhelmed by the final number yeah it's well he's of course he's underwhelmed because he wanted seven million for it but uh if i'm not mistaken and uh grant paulson from the grant and danny show 1067 the fan in dc at grant paulson on twitter you can fill in the blanks here didn't daniel snyder buy the franchise for under a billion dollars however many years ago yeah he bought it for 800 million yep. selling it for about six billion so this is evidence that we should all be so lucky as to own an nfl team because <laughs> you can do a really bad job running it and be loathed and a failure and uh, it turns into a six billion dollar entity despite your greatest efforts to tear it to the ground uh, and he, boy, he made, he gave it the old college try there. Uh, Grant Paulson, Grant and Danny, 1067, the fan in D.C. So was there a parade? Was there some sort of a, a celebration, a rally on the mall uh, after the news broke? Yeah, there were random acts of celebration last night. There were people outside the team's facility waving flags. <laughs> you know, we as a radio station, I think, looked into uh, the possibility maybe of, of trying to have some type of a parade, but it turns out it's difficult <laughs> to close down streets in the nation's capital. And uh, it's even more difficult to plan a parade when you don't have a very big staff. <laughs> Having said that, uh, I'm actually right now at a local brewery about five minutes from the team's facility where they're selling beers. And there's a line out the door for people that are getting their hands on uh, cans that say, buy Dan. We're broadcasting from here all day. There's going to be hundreds of people out here celebrating and cheersing to the fact that while the ink is not dry, and, and it's not a done deal at this point. Uh, this is now all but official. I mean, he is going to be selling this team, and if it's not, you know, the preliminary deal basically means if he can't get a better offer than the one he's got in hand, it's going to be Josh Harris at the agreed-upon money, which is being leaked at 6.05 bill. Right. I've got reason to believe it might actually be a little bit under that, maybe more like 5.85 bill. Um, I, I don't know who cares about that other than Dan <laughs> Snyder. Certainly fans don't. But regardless, right now we know that the team's going to be sold. And if it, if it doesn't go down exactly as it is currently written in pencil, 
it'll be because someone else makes a different bid or maybe he's able to get a little more money. But it, it's certainly not going to end, it doesn't look like, with Dan Snyder keeping his team. Well, I, I having lived in the Washington area, having gone to the University of Maryland uh, for my, uh, uh, I'll say schooling, but it is barely that. Um, so having spent 10 years in the D.C. Baltimore corridor, I understand what that franchise means to the people. So, uh, and I was in Baltimore even when uh, when Jack King Cook was still the owner of the team. But when when did it turn on? Da- when did Dan Snyder start getting the the pushback from fans with, as the owner? Because he's a longtime fan, and those people tend to care deeply about the franchise. He st- it almost seems like he stopped caring about the franchise and cared more about him. So when did it turn yeah, for I think him? It's a, it was a slow burn, right? It, it was a kind of a, a lifetime achievement award uh, that he won over many, many years in terms of being hated and people checking out. I mean, th- there were a lot of, of early on little things that gave you pause, right? In his first year, he inherited a really good team in, in 1999 that won – a playoff game, by the way, they only won one playoff game in the 23 seasons with him after yeah. that. And immediately that offseason, after they had the number two offense in the league and Brad Johnson had gone to a Pro Bowl and, and thrown for 4,000 yards, uh, he decided he wanted out of Brad Johnson as the starter and he wanted to go get Jeff George, who he'd always liked. And that kind of fantasy football after a big year, for a guy who would subsequently, a couple years later, win a Super Bowl with the Bucks, by the way, and Brad Johnson, uh, gave people pause. Uh, he spent $100 million that first offseason, and people were excited about that. In hindsight, it was on a lot of older guys at the end of their career with very little left, like Deion Sanders yeah. uh, and Bruce Smith. And, again, that was a moment where people said, well, is this guy building a, a, a team sustainably good, or is he you know, just trying to sell tickets? Uh, he started to charge for training camp. No one had ever done that. He charged for parking at training camp. No one had ever done that. He made it really difficult, and at times, uh, made it illegal for people to walk to the stadium and, and try to fight people from being able to do that so that they would have to drive and park or um, do other things to get to the game that would result in him getting money. So there were just a lot of money grabs early on that I think turned people off. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's the long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor stories about how he had treated people very badly, yeah. uh, bad interactions with either people in the organization or fans. And, and over enough years of doing that, you know, people start to notice that you know, maybe you're not the kind of guy they want to support. Then you add in the fact that you run through coaches and you, you create a culture of toxicity and, and harassment, as we would later find out. And uh, on the field, where it was actually better than off the field, you, know, you, you, <laughs> you win one playoff game. Yeah other than the team you inherited in your first season. Grant Paulson, Grant H. Paulson on Twitter, Grant and Danny, 106.7, the fan in D.C. The whole, uh, the the end seems to have been drawn out 
with Snyder, not just the sale process, but it's it's been obvious probably for the last four, maybe five years that this was going to be the ultimate end, that whether the league was going to do it or his owners were going to do it, which really didn't happen until it became super embarrassing on a daily basis for Snyder to be there. They technically uh, removed him as the day-to-day owner, even though it was his wife, and I can't believe that anybody fell for that. Um, So what has the last couple of years been like as a fan up there? Well, the only thing I would say and push back on is, at least locally and certainly within this fan base, there was very little thought that he was ever going to sell until really the last several months to be honest. I mean, that was floated at times. I remember the first time he was being investigated for the harassment in the workplace when the Washington Post came out with a bombshell story of an expose of sorts about, you know, kind of what Dan Snyder had allowed to fester. And I remember at that time, people thought maybe he would be forced out. And what ended up happening was that the organization got fined a slap on the wrist amount of like $10 million, and he didn't even really get suspended. And at that point, it was pretty clear that he was not at risk, you know, that the league was not going to do anything right. about how he was operating. It was not until November 2nd of this year when he actually, with his wife, announced publicly that they'd hired a bank to look into a possible sale. Could have been minor or major portion of the team. We didn't know at the time that people really opened themselves to this possibility. A lot of people, the day before that, I promise you, November 1st of this year, this past uh, winter, would have told you, you know, they'll die and he'll still be the owner. You're going to have to pry this team <laughs> out of his hands. So that that was kind of the thought. I think a lot of people had talked themselves into and resigned themselves to the fact that if they wanted to support this team, it meant supporting him. You know, this was the, the number one attendance organization and yep. the number three, I think, TV ratings organization in terms of NFL markets for a long time, even as they were losing with Snyder. And they've just fallen off completely in both regards. I mean, people don't go to games. Attendance was dead last. TV market numbers. Occasionally in the 1 o'clock window, you get the Ravens or an AFC game on CBS outdrawing uh, Washington on, on Fox. I mean, he's completely gutted the fan base and sapped them of all their passion. And it's because people have sworn him off. They said, I'm not giving him a penny. I'm not going to games. I'm not supporting. I'm not buying gear. And the hope is now, with a new owner coming in here, that Maybe some of those people come back, and and I don't know if you can ever build this thing back into what it was as the Redskins, because there are plenty of people who just aren't going to buy in on this new name and feel like it's more of an expansion operation. But you got some hope that that at least you can win and that you you, you can watch your team without having to to be the butt of jokes off the field again. Uh, I actually, uh, I have never called them by the actual name. I call them the Commandos. They've deserved that. and I actually liked Washington football team. I wish they would have leaned into that, uh, especially as soccer has become so much bigger and bigger all over this country and all over the world. It's always been big all over the world, but our awareness of soccer globally has changed. Uh, I wish they would have just leaned into Washington football team. I liked it. Uh, I'm also a fan of the head coach, and I think you and I talked when Rivera was hired. He was the perfect hire. For that team because he's such a solid human being and i hope this is good for ron and i hope it is good for i mean i have many fan many fr- friends who are fans of that franchise and i hope it's good for them 
uh, because I think the NFL is a better place when Washington is a healthy franchise. Uh, and I know it's good for you, Grant, and uh, I'm I'm all about what's good for Grant Paulson. <laughs> that makes two of us. We, we both are in that boat. Yeah, uh, I think business will boom here for everyone. I mean, yesterday we had listeners telling us that people were reaching out to them from their ticket office asking if the news had changed their mind on not wanting season tickets. <laughs> so the team is not wasting any time. No. They, they know that on the other side of Snyder being out is an opportunity in a honeymoon period here to really put some hay in the barn. Yeah, they're, uh, they, who knows? There might be some celebrations going on there as well. Grant Paulson at Grant H. Paulson, Grant and Danny, 106.7, the fan of D.C. Uh, thanks. Uh, drink one on me. Appreciate you. We will. All right, man. Take care. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.